All righty, everybody. Good morning, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. Week number five got going last night, Wiz. I was actually on the road uh, listening to the game on the radio last night. Uh, much to my annoyance, uh, Russ Wilson uh, injured in that game. I had him starting in a particular league, so uh, frustrating. But uh, you and I uh, hit on those two bets last night. I hopped on your Daryl Henderson bet, and uh, we both had Russell Wilson under in passing. Obviously, that was aided by the uh, injury, but a good start to the week, Wiz. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, 2-0 on the prop bets, and uh, as far as the game goes, they're very difficult if you have uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be a multi-week injury or what, what that's going to look like, but... Uh, it was a it was a very very strange game. Both quarterbacks hurt themselves on throws. Um, it looked like both of them were going to miss time, uh, but Stafford was able to continue. Russell Wilson was not. Uh, a big win for the Rams on the road, and uh, and we move on to the Sunday games. Yeah, Seahawks a little bit on their back feet now, right? Two and three uh, in that division. Uh, division. Uh... That could move in another direction on Sunday when Arizona tangles with uh, the San Francisco 49ers, a chance to go 5-0 and for Arizona, which would, be, uh, which would be huge at this point in time as the Rams and them would then be battling it out for first place. But, yeah, I, you know, Wiz, I actually wanted to pat myself here on the back this morning. I, I did something in our, in our Bronx League last night. I don't know. You know, again, I don't know how people handle this sort of stuff. Uh, by the way, I did get a thank you from, from Mr. Cooper. Uh, I noticed uh, my opponent um, at about 8.15, uh, my opponent had Chris Carson in his lineup. And I called you, Wiz, who was the commissioner, and I said, Wiz, I don't know what's going on, but uh, I, I don't, I'm not comfortable with this situation. Can you please reach out? Uh, to the gentleman and tell him to change his lineup. Uh, I thought it was the right thing to do. Uh, I want to win games fair and square. And by the way, in that league, I have Russell Wilson starting, so I'm off to an absolutely lousy start. But, you know, I think this is all about good competition, but you want to win fair and square. I don't know if the guy was asleep at the wheel. I have no idea what he was doing. Maybe he was watching Honeymooners reruns instead of fixing his lineup. Uh, but I thought it was the right thing to do last night, Wiz. No, definitely. I mean, it was it was great sportsmanship. I'm glad you called me, and I you know I removed him out of his lineup. You don't want to win or lose games based on who's paying attention, but um, it's it's really on him. You know, the, the he was he was announced as an inactive um, before seven o'clock. Um, so I, I'm not sure. I'm going to have to really have a discussion with him uh, about that. But it's certainly good sportsmanship on uh, on your part. And, uh, and you know, you, you like to think you like to think that those type of things come back to you in the long run. So uh, yeah, I was glad that you did that. And uh, I think it was the uh, admirable thing to do. And uh, uh, in our league, you know, we try and uh, win games based on the better team, not uh, if one guy is just not paying attention. But inexcusable that. He did not have him out of his lineup, but I'm glad you did contact me. All right. Anyway, let's roll on here. Uh, looking forward to talking about DraftKings here this week. Uh, I've got actually a lot of different picks for this week, Wiz. Uh, this, I think there's some interesting games, interesting matchups. Uh, so let's get right to it at the quarterback spot uh, in, in the DraftKings lineup. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick it off, Wiz. I absolutely love Dak Prescott against the Giants this week. Um, I know... They've kind of been doing this whole kind of run game. They're off and on 
with Elliott and Pollard. Uh, C.D. Lamb is in a myriad of trade uh, talks in, in multiple leagues that I'm in. People looking to bail on that ship already. I, I'm not buying it. I think this is a big game for Dak Prescott. I don't think the Giants secondary, although Bradbury is a good player, but outside of Bradbury, yeah, I, you know, Jackson hasn't played particularly well. I, 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 I like Dak at home. To turn it on, I think the Cowboys throw the football. If you look at the last three games outside of the one where Dak got hurt against the Giants last year, Dak Prescott had tremendous performances against the Giants. I absolutely love him at his ranking. I think it's 6,900, I believe. I love Dak Prescott this week. The other guy I unbelievably love, especially with Zaire Alexander being out for the Green Bay Packers. I think Joe Mixon's not going to be playing in this football game either. Joe Burrow's going to have to throw the ball a lot. I don't think the Green Bay defense is necessarily good. Granted, Joe Burrow has to go on the road, but he impressed me last week. Uh, Oh, sorry, he's home in this game. Sorry about that. But he impressed me last week on the road uh, in Jacksonville. I... I'm wrong about that, too. He was at home in Cincinnati. I'm losing my mind here, Wiz. Anyway, I love Joe Burrow this week. I absolutely love Joe Burrow against the Green Bay Packers. I think he's going to throw the ball. Those are the two guys that I really love. The one guy I'm going to fade, Wiz, I'm still a big believer in that Cleveland defense. Uh, Last week, I loved Justin Herbert. This week, no thank you for me, Wiz. Yeah, same to me. That's going to be my fade as well. Uh, You and I both loved him last week. Fading him this week, uh, I think the matchup is terrible for him and the Chargers this week, so I'm fading Herbert as well. I took a look at Dak. I don't mind Dak at 6,900. I like uh, a few guys in that range. I like Jalen Hurts at 7,000, a little further down. Um, I like Kirk Cousins at 6,500. Um, and even further down is I, I've been talking him up and he's going to get his chance. I'm liking Trey Lance at 5,700. I'm going to have him in a bunch of my lineups. So those are the guys I like. And uh, Justin Herbert, for me, is an easy fade at 6,800. All right, good stuff. All right, let's uh, head off at the running back position. Why don't you kick us off at running back? Yeah, so Cleveland uh, is playing the Chargers this week, and uh, we just talked about that game a second ago. And uh, the Chargers have not been able to stop the run game. And in, in, in the game against uh, Washington football team, uh, Gibson got them for 90 yards against the Cowboys. Elliott and Pollard destroyed them for like 180 yards combined um, in week Three, Clyde Edwards-Alaire got 100 against them. And they played the Raiders last week with a, a poor offensive line and their best running back could barely walk. So I'm going to put an X through that one. And I'm coming back with my old buddy Nick Chubb, 6,700. I'm loving him. Further down the list, I think the game script will be a little bit easier for Damian Harris at 5,500. I think there's some good value there. I've been going on and on that the Dolphins cannot stop anyone Um running the ball against them. So I like Leonard Fournette at 5,200. And my fade is a player that I really, really like, but I'm just going to fade him this week because nobody can run the ball against the Saints. So I'm going to fade Antonio Gibson at 6,400, and uh, that's what I got a running back. All right. I like I like all of those. I, I think they make sense. I am 100% with you. I feel like Nick Chubb should be in the top three rankings this week based on who he's playing and kind of how I think they play this game. You know, remember, too, Baker Mayfield's nursing. Now it's not his throwing shoulder, but he is nursing that left shoulder. I see them running both of these guys a lot, but I absolutely love Chubb at that level. Um, I, 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 I'm a big fan of James Robinson right now, right here. I think James Robinson will be more involved in the passing game. 
uh, especially as Shark has kind of moved out of the way uh, in, in Jacksonville. I think they'll emphasize the running game a little bit more. Uh, Tennessee is not a particularly strong defense, so I love James Robinson. I just want to add one thing. I know Derrick Henry is very costly in this particular uh, in, in DraftKings at 9000 but he has had some of his biggest explosions against the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is a toothless Jaguar defense, so Derrick Henry should be inserted all over the place as well. Um, fades for me. Uh, I am fading Austin Eckler. Uh, again, Cleveland's defense, very, very solid. I'm fading Aaron Jones. I'm not liking the way that injury feels, Wiz, uh, so I'm staying away from that player. And I just think Denver comes in with one of the better run defenses right now. Pittsburgh is in a tailspin offensively. Uh, Najee Harris, uh, you know, as active and as involved he is in, in this attack for the Pittsburgh Steelers, if you want to call it an attack, no thank you for me on Najee Harris this week as well, Wiz. And two guys kind of in the background, lower end. There's a guy I've talked about a little bit, but this is a perfect game for Damian Harris to go bananas against Houston where you're going to see him run, run, and run. So I love Damian Harris uh, at his price point, Wiz, which is, I think, around 5,200, if I'm not mistaken. Let me just double. 5,500. 55, yep. 5,500, yep. yep. And, you know, we talked about Montgomery being out, uh, but I think Damian Williams... Uh, against the Raiders, who I don't think have a particularly good defense. 5,600, I think he'll catch a lot of balls here. I like Damian Williams this week as well in DraftKings lineup, boys. All right. Uh, you do realize that you uh, – I also mentioned Damian Harris, so you joined me on that one at 5,500, yep. uh, the, the game script. So, yeah, I like that as well. Uh, Guys, so why don't you take us out uh, at wide receiver? All right, this is this is DeAndre Hopkins' day in uh, in Arizona uh, in Arizona against San Francisco. San Francisco has a terrible secondary. Um, uh, the last game that they played against San Francisco as an Arizona Cardinal, uh, they didn't even attempt to win that ball game. Uh, I think uh, Murray was hurt in that game. I can't even count that one. But the previous one. Uh, Hopkins went bananas, and he's going to go bananas again this week. Uh, so I, I love DeAndre Hopkins this week. I mentioned C.D. Lamb. You're going to see C.D. Lamb. Anybody that's trying to trade him, you're going to be very happy if you acquired him a trade. This is a C.D. Lamb week. And I also, in that same Arizona-San Francisco game, you mentioned Trey Lance. I like Debo Samuel this week. I think Debo is going to have a big, big ball game, especially with Kittle. Uh, you know, I don't know what his status is. Ayuk has been unbelievably inconsistent, but Samuel has been the biggest beneficiary in this offense. So I absolutely love him. Guys, I'm going to fade this week. Mike Williams is higher than Keenan Allen in this offense, which is ridiculous to start. But again, they're playing against Cleveland. I don't like the matchup. So forget about Mike Williams this week. And 7,200 to me is egregious. And I'm going to fade Terry McLaurin this week. I've been back and forth with Terry McLaurin over, over the course of the season. But I think in this matchup against the Saints, who are a stingy defense, this is a tough matchup uh, for McLaurin. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Davis White probably be trailing him all over the field. Uh, I'm fading both Charger receivers. I think I agree with you. Mike Williams is ridiculous at 7,200. He's an easy fade for me. And I'm fading Keenan Allen, 6,500. Uh, I'm just all about the Browns this week. So um, I'm going to fade both of those wide receivers. Uh, we mentioned Dak, uh, mentioned Kirk Cousins. I'm going to be stacking them. Uh, Dak with CD Lamb, Kirk Cousins with Adam Thielen, Thielen 6,600, CD Lamb 6,200. Um, those are easy plays for me. Uh, I want to stack those quarterbacks and receivers. And uh, price-wise, I think I'm getting fast salary uh, relief on those two receivers. Um, the Bears have had 
problems covering inside receivers. Uh, Hunter Renfro, 4,900, I think could have a, a very, very good game. Uh, a lot of receptions. Hopefully he could get in for a touchdown. Good red zone target. Uh, very tricky to cover when they get down there. And I mentioned Trey Lance. Um, you know, some of the skilled players I felt were going to need Trey Lance. And the one guy that I feel is going to improve the most is Brandon Ayuk. So Brandon Ayuk at 4,500 to me. Uh, I understand the Debo Samuel play, but I'm getting a lot of salary relief with Brandon Ayuk, 4,500. I think he's going to be um, the the biggest beneficiary of Trey Lance getting in there, and I'm hoping it starts this week. So that's that's what I have at wide receiver this week. I, I also have three other guys, Wiz, at the, at the lower end that I like this week. Some of them will be reflected. Uh, well, one of them will definitely be reflected in my prop bets, but – uh, we saw what happened last week with no uh, Sterling Shepard, no Slayton. It looks like that's going to be the case again for the Giants uh, this week. Kenny Galladay looks to be healthy right now. Uh, there was a lot more rapport last week in that game with Daniel Jones. I like him at 5,900. I think the price on LaVisca Chenault is a complete joke at 4,800. I, I, I love LaVisca Chenault in this ball game. Like I said, Shark gone for the year. You'll see uh, him emphasizing this offense a lot more. And I think with that secondary in Tampa Bay all banged up and no Will Fuller, uh, I know you love this player, but Jalen Waddell uh, at, at his level as well, which is a 4,800. I, I love Jalen Waddell as well this, this week as uh, too, Wiz. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I get all of those picks. They make sense. And uh, based on salary, they certainly give you uh, some salary relief and leverage uh, to go with the other receivers uh, that you like, like DeAndre Hopkins and uh, the Derrick Henrys, where, hey, you have to pay up for. So if you put those guys in your lineup, like Henry and Hopkins, you must use lower salary guys, and uh, hopefully uh, that will work out. Um, let's move to tight end. Um Tight end is the position where I'm going to try and get, for me at least, a salary relief. And I'm going to start off at 4300 with Dawson Knox, um, who's becoming uh, you know, a bigger part of that offense. Um, and I think uh, the value in this game against Kansas City is tremendous. Uh, you're getting a lot of relief, a lot of leverage uh, versus the elite tight ends there. And with a, with a tight end that could put up a good, good game statistically-wise against the Chiefs. So I'm going to go Dawson Knox at 4,300. And I'm going to go Cameron Braid at 3,300. It was kind of an odd game against Patriots the, with the, the conditions, the rain, the emotions. And he just missed with Braid. Uh, he had like six targets, and they just couldn't connect. I think that'll be better this time around. 3,300 Cameron Braid. And I'm going to say Dallas Goddard at $5,100. Um, I just feel... I just feel Zach Ertz is really eating into not necessarily playing time, but but the targets uh, at fifty one hundred dollars. I'm going to prefer to look elsewhere. So Dallas Goddard to me is my fade at tight end at fifty one hundred. All right, very good. And I, I'm I'm very curious. Um, uh, there's you'll hear a lot more in the next podcast. But I agree with you on Zach Ertz. Um, when Zach Ertz is on the field, he's getting thrown to, and he's on the field. About a third of the time, uh, sorry, about 
only about a third of the time less. He's a third of the time less than than uh, Dallas got on the football field. But his targets are really high. Uh, I think I'll talk about that in the prop bets because that's a player I really like this week. But I agree with you. I like the fade this week. Uh, the two guys I'm fading with at the higher level because they're coming off injuries. I'm just a little nervous about the situation. I got to stay away from Kittle and I got to stay away from Hawkinson. And to your point, I want to find value at tight end. So how am I going to do that? Well, uh, you, you mentioned the kind of the 4,400, 4,000, that kind of level. For me, Mike Kosicki, I mentioned no fuller. So he ends up being a weapon in that offense. The running game is a disaster in Miami right now. I, I don't know what the situation is there. I don't think the Dolphins know what the situation is. Obviously, it's been complicated by having no Tua there and Brissett under center. But I think Mike Kosicki was a beneficiary last week. I think, again, at 4,200, I want to pick up some some money and value there. I think Hunter Henry is the guy that's in, in involved much more in the the passing game and in the offensive attack uh, for the New England Patriots at the moment. You see that in terms of snap counts right now. He's on the field much more than, than John o. Smith is. And at 3,700, I like Hunter Henry as well. Uh, I'll talk about two guys in, in terms of breaking the bank in, in, a, in a second, but we'll, we'll move to that part of the uh, podcast right now. So I'm going to let you kick it off though. Yeah, so break the slate, guys. We're going to take uh, at least one or more uh, players at the minimum salary at a certain position. I'm going to talk about three guys. Two are haven't played a down yet this year. They're both at 3,000, and they're both at wide receiver, Josh Gordon and Rashad Bateman. So, look, are these guys going to just step on the field and go eight for 100 and two touchdowns? No, but... I will say this, if either or both of those players are active for the game in one of your lineups or take two lineups and sprinkle Gordon in one and Bateman in the other, I think they're worth it at 3000 um, My more realistic, if you will, break this late uh, player is at running back $4,000 Khalil Herbert, he's going to get in there. Um, I guess he's now considered this number two guy behind Damian Williams. I like him. Uh, I think he has a chance to do good things. Damian Williams is just one of these guys. I'm just not sure if he's going to be able to stay on the field these next five weeks. I think Khalil Herbert uh, is going to get a fair amount of playing time. I like Khalil Herbert 4,000 as my break this late running back this week. What say you? Yeah, so I, ju- I do want to just mention one thing, and this is with a definite caveat. I, I don't – I don't. it looks like Mixon is not going to play in this ballgame, right? So uh, if that is the case, to me, you have to obviously – and again, a lot of people will do this, but P. Ryan will be the guy that will be the biggest beneficiary – but I think Evans, as, as a pass catcher, Chris Evans, he, he, he's going to be a guy that's going to be looked at less by people. I think P. Ryan will be rostered by more people. But Chris Evans, to me, kind of falls into that Khalil Herbert area if there's Joe Mixon is inactive in this ballgame. So that's one guy I'm watching. Uh, I'm not going quite all the way to 3,000 at receiver, but it looks like Julio's not going to play in this game. Josh Reynolds got out there for the first time. I'm not sure how completely healthy A.J. Brown is, but Josh Reynolds at 3,300 looks very attractive to me, Wiz. And at tight end, there's two guys that I think... I mentioned Zach Ertz. He's going to be a guy that's going to be involved in my prop bets, but at 3,400, I think that's tremendous value. And the other guy is it's very clear he is a weapon in this offense that doesn't have a lot of weapons outside of Alvin Kamara. 
And I think Juwan Johnson should be on the field a little bit more than he has been thus far. And at 3,100, maybe we start to see a little bit of that. He's got three uh, touchdowns so far. Adam Troutman has been awful. But I'm getting very, very interested to see if the usage starts to increase with Juwan Johnson. And maybe this is a game that ends up happening against a defense that's actually struggling against tight ends. There you go. Yeah, I, I don't mind any of those picks. And uh, you know, anytime you talk about players who are minimum salary and you could come up with a good idea, it really helps your lineup uh, from an ownership percentage leverage and from a salary leverage as well. So uh, hopefully once in a while we hit a home run with uh, one of these guys and uh, we'll see how it plays out in week five. Yep, yeah, very good, Wiz. Very good as usual. Okay, so everybody, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. We're going to be right back with our player props and our game line picks for the week. Uh, Those records keep on uh, improving, so hopefully you folks are listening to us. Uh, We are on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Wiz, excellent job, and talk to you a few about the next podcast. You got it.